So we're going to have um, two of the kids are going to share this morning. Um, we're going to start with Eliana, so we'll just give her a minute to to get situated, and she'll be back in. And then um, she's going to share a little bit with you, and so is Ariel afterwards. And I don't know what they're sharing. They completely came up with this on their own. I have an idea. They gave me a topic, so um, I'm excited to hear hear what they have to share. Julia did. Yeah. Pretty. Some talented ladies. Are you ready? Okay. You can catch your breath, huh? Yeah. Is this, do you want me to raise this? Or is this good? It's good. It's good? start with a prayer. Okay. Dear God, please bless this message. Allow each of us to hear your word and feel your presence. I thank you for each and every person here. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Okay. The Father has been speaking to me about seeing the good in everything and everyone and recognizing it and giving him praise for it. One of the scriptures I felt to be shared is Genesis 1.27. So if you have your Bibles with you, you can turn to Genesis 1.27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. I think the Lord drew me to this verse because we need to see the good in all people. God created everything and everyone in his own image. So that means God is in everything and everyone. That means we need to look for God in all people and in all things. We need to look past words and actions to find God. We need to forgive and love everyone because that is something we have been called to do. Romans 5, 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We can love and forgive as God did, because we are made in his image. We need to find the good in all people. We all know there is sin on earth. There are so many bad things going on. And we can be the light that shines above all hate, darkness, and sin. We are made in the image of God. Should we, step, we should step into that, not be ashamed of it. Another thing, I've, another verse I felt to be shared is Genesis 1.31. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. There is evening, and there is morning, the sixth day. I feel the Lord brought this verse to my attention because we need to see the good in each and every day from the morning to the evening, and present for it. Every day can be a good day if we choose to focus on the good. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. So we need to believe this and ask him to help us focus on the good. He is, he is doing in our lives with the people, places, and situations that surround us. 
we can focus on what he is doing to prosper us and give us hope. The way that we can keep our hearts and minds on his goodness is by recognizing the good in each and every day and praising for it. Verse Chronicles 16.9 says, Sing to him, sing praise to him, tell of all his wonderful acts. I would like to take the time now for us to thank him for his goodness. And I'm going to have Esther play a song that helps remind us to thank and praise him at all times. While the song is playing, just take time to focus on the good in your lives and praise him for it.
it is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name, O Most High. Psalms 92.1. If we are praising him, then we are focusing on the good. We are seeing God in ourselves, in others, and in our surroundings. I'm going to close in a prayer. Dear God, we thank you for everything you created, for it is good. May our minds and hearts focus on your goodness, and our lips give you praise each each day and in all situations. Amen. Amen. My name is Ariel. I am 12 years old, and I would like to begin by praying. Father, I just ask you to give me courage when I'm up here and help me deliver this message to this church and let this church receive and understand my message. Amen. Amen. I have been very excited to come up here and share, but also very nervous to speak in front of a crowd. I've always been scared or nervous about something. Usually I get scared of movies that only seem scary to a kid like me. I sometimes ask to sleep with my parents because they comfort me. The things that make a kid feel most comforted are when they are being hugged or held close and tightly in their parents' presence. These things help the kids know that they are safe. The Lord is my father and he comforts me just like my own parents do. I am afraid of a lot of things, but I know none of these things can hurt me because God will protect me. I have a list of fears that I would like to share with you. Top five things that I fear. Number five is scary movies like Indiana Jones and the newer Star Wars series and or. Number four is cowboys. When I was out west a couple of years ago, my family and I went to Canyonlands and saw these caves with tables and a plate of baked beans on the table. And that was the first time I found out that cowboys were actually real. Number three is caves. I am afraid of caves because they are a dark enclosed space. And I am not afraid of the dark or enclosed spaces, but I am afraid of the two together. Number two is Native Americans. On the same Southwest trip we took to the Canyonlands, we also went to Bandelier National Park. And I refused to go and saw Native American caves, which are two of my worst fears combined into one fear. I refused to go into the caves because I was afraid of them. Finally, my dad convinced me to climb into one of the caves, and I did not like it at all. (laughs) Esther, will you pull up the picture? That was me when, before I went in the caves. Um, And then that's my dad and my sister in the picture. Over the summer, my dad actually found out that I'm 164th Native American, which makes me afraid of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Number one fear is the Nazis from World War II. Last year was the first time I learned about World War II and I couldn't sleep at night because all I thought about was the Nazis, was what the Nazis did to the Jews. And that is my top five list of fears. Everyone has fears and I'm sure yours are way different than mine. 
When I was younger, at night, and I couldn't fall asleep because all my fears would go through my mind and keep me awake and scare me. My mom would pray Psalm 4-8 over me, which says, I will lie down and sleep in peace, for you, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. This verse comforted me, comforted me, and I could feel the Lord's safety all around me. As I got older, I would pray that verse over myself every night, and I knew that the Lord was going to protect me. In Exodus 15:2, the Bible says, The Lord is my strength and my defense. He's become my salvation. He is my God, I will praise him. He is my Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is my strength, and he will protect me, and he is my defense. I read this verse, and in my mind, I pictured a soccer field for my soccer game, where I was standing in the goal. I saw God standing in front of me, protecting me in the goal. He was making sure the ball didn't get past him. Please turn to 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 7. Second Corinthians one three through seven. Paul is writing a letter to the members of the God's church in Corinth, and he writes, Give praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He is the Father who gives tender love. All comfort comes from him. He comforts us in all our troubles. Now we can comfort others when they are in trouble. We ourselves receive comfort from God. We share very much in sufferings of Christ, so we also share very much in his comfort. If we are having trouble, it is so that you will be comforted and renewed. If we are comforted, it is so that you will be comforted. And then you will be able to put up with the same suffering we have gone through. Our hope remains firm. We know that you suffer just as we do, in the same way God comforts you just as he comforts us. The Lord will always comfort you and teach you how to give comfort to others. When I was praying and asking the Lord to help me with this message, he gave me his promise for me. He told me that he promises to always protect me when I'm in danger. He will always guide me when I'm lost, and he will always comfort me when I'm scared. Don't worry. Rely on God like Moses did in the wilderness. In Luke 1, 29 through 30, the Bible says, Mary was very upset because of his words. She wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. God is very pleased with you. God loves us very much and would never send something down to us to scare us or hurt us. Please turn with me one more time to Psalm 56, 3 through 4. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God I trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? God is so powerful and loving. There is nothing more loving or powerful than God. So as long as you trust in him, you rely on him, and you will be protected. I looked up the definition of fear, and it means having faith that something bad is going to happen. So have faith in God instead. We all have fears like the list that I have, and everyone's fears are different. Just don't let your fears take control of you. Control your fears instead. I would like to close with a prayer. 
Dear Heavenly Father, please bless this church and give them protection, guidance, and comfort throughout this week. Thank you for your forgiveness and giving me the courage to be up here and deliver my message. Please be with us this week and help us overcome all our fears. Amen. ladies. That was so good. God is good. Um, I don't know if anybody else noticed the, uh, the theme throughout from the prayer, the verse that Michaela read, what Aaliyah shared, the, the songs played, even the dance, um, and what the girls share all had a common theme. And um, that wasn't planned, you know, uh, finding the goodness, not fearing, um, leaning on the Lord, and I've been talking to the kids um, about hearing God's voice, and God talks to us all the time. It's just recognizing it, and so here's a perfect um, example, kids, of how God was speaking to you because what you were led to share or pray or songs that you chose um, all had a a common theme today, so um, good job. just sitting here (laughs) I know they do they do I just want to say to every parent that makes me want to cry to every teacher that they've had to every person that gives into their life good job you guys have done excellent and I, I the kids the presence of the Lord was so strong today His smile is so big, you can't comprehend. You really can't. It's like, if if you could see him now, he would be rejoicing, and a a proud papa is what he would be. Amen? Amen. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.
Sunday school, we've been learning about dreams. But I want to share with you what dreams mean to me. So I think dreams are just God trying to get your attention. And this year, God was trying to get my attention. He wanted me to just stop and see what I'm thankful for, like my friends, my family, and this church. So today with communion, I want you to thank God for everything he did. Thank you.